0: This is the Historians Podcast, Extra Edition number 15, an update on the coronavirus and other topics from Amsterdam Mayor Mike Sinquanti. Thanks for joining us, Mayor. Thanks again for having me, Bob. Well, Montgomery County is coming out of the coronavirus shutdown. How's it going in Amsterdam? What phase are you in and so forth?
1: We're in phase, I'm sorry, we're in phase four. Um, We are we are opening up gradually uh... we uh, you know we've opened up some activities uh... mohawk baseball has started Amsterdam mohawk baseball which is a welcome activity in our city um, the restaurants have become more active um, you know it's 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 opening up you can feel it you can sense it um, people are uh, coming together a bit more uh... in social environments you know visiting each other's houses things like that um... so it's you know it, it's it's a good thing but I'm I I got to admit I'm nervous when I when I look around the country and I see all this spiking that's going on. I think uh, we're still not out of the woods uh, as a nation or, or you know as a state. Uh, we've been fortunate here in Montgomery County that we have been able to keep exposures low and hospitalizations low and I just hope that you know people uh, really do follow the guidelines of wearing masks and socially distancing. Uh, keep doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. They can do it in a way that won't, you know, will, will protect us. And I, I just urge everyone: uh, don't go crazy, you know. But but enjoy what we can do, and and don't go crazy.
0: For for example, I know the Mohawks game got a lot of positive uh, support for Brian Spagnola, who's been with that team from the beginning, and you know, in how they pulled it off. Did you go to the game? I mean, I mean, the lot of people doing. I wanted
1: right. to. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian gave, when they when they uh, started the process of, of planning for the opening, he sent me the plan that he had put together uh, to make sure that they were in compliance with the governor's guidelines and the county guidelines. And Bob, I got to tell you, it was a masterful document. I mean, there wasn't many things that he that there was nothing that he left unaddressed from, uh, you know, the distancing of the players, every player carrying sanitizer in their pockets to the spacing of the crowd, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it was perfectly planned. Uh, I would doubt very much if I went up there that I would find something, if I was at that opening game, uh, that I would find something out of whack. But, you know, uh, it's the kind of thing where uh, it it just, you you felt very, very confident looking at the paperwork that he had put together and the plan that he had put together and knowing how Brian is, um, that that there's going to be a problem there. So the one thing that's unique about the Mohawks is they have these, uh, they built these, um, Platforms that they that are actually picnic areas where groups can congregate, and the county permitted them uh, to use those platform areas as rest as literally as restaurants, which permitted them to put up to 50 people on each platform, socially distanced, but in a restaurant environment, so that they had to be waited on by a waitress, uh, and they you know they had to be protected with masks, etc. Mm-hmm. But because of that, they were able to add 150 more people to the crowd size. Um, and when you buy a ticket for one of those platforms, what you're basically doing is ordering a meal that will be served to you by a waitress. So very creative, very unique. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I'm, I do have to get up there, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. confident that based on his plan, they're, they're doing a great job.
0: Now, another thing I wanted to ask you about, doesn't relate to the Mohawks baseball, but it's something that you, you put on Facebook and so did others about uh, this week's a common council meeting, I believe, where you're singling out people in Amsterdam, Amsterdam salutes, and you saluted, is it Colin Miller?
1: Yes, Colin Miller, yes. Young man, six years six years old, who uh, took it upon himself to bring some laughter to our community at a time when laughter was much needed. Um, and um, he sits out in front of his driveway and uh, with a sign that says, I'll tell you a joke for a quarter and people <laughs> have been stopping and uh, they've been stopping to the tune where the kid has collected over $70 already. And, okay. um, he tells the jokes and, uh, people love it. And he's going to give the, the topper for me was he's given the money he's made, uh, to our police department's canine corps. So, wow. you know, he's doing something great for the community and he's, He's taking the money he's earning and giving it to the police department. You can't ask for better citizenship. Uh, And this is from a six-year-old. So, yeah, we saluted him at last night's Common Council meeting. What a wonderful young man.
0: I did. um, There was coverage of the Common Council meeting in the recorder uh, this day, and they had a, uh, what was it, a final report from a financial auditing firm that's been studying Amsterdam's financial problems. What was the conclusion or outcome of that?
1: Well, it's our, it's, uh, the last, it was the uh, last fiscal year, the closing of the last fiscal year, which ended in July of last year, 2019. Um, and uh, the finding was that, you know, you know the city's in a, a bit better shape. We, our, our debt was determined to be $7.7 million. Um, and uh, we have some issues that we're working on. Um, you know the the biggest the biggest challenge they they told us was you know we we pay our city pays 5 million dollars roughly 5 million dollars for health insurance for our employees and um mm-hmm. we you know we we contribute over a million dollars far over a million to, to pension and our entire tax levy is 6 million dollars so you know it's a very it, they they're telling us you know you really 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 have to either come up with sources of revenue or be able to really manage your costs to to you know to stay above that line of uh deficit you know positive and negative and that's what we're doing bob and and we're doing it of course in various ways but uh you know they they made that clear last night that, that, that it's going to be a challenge moving forward
0: and so the city has now borrowed the money to pay Pay off the deficit. How do you pay that we back? Have,
1: well, it's a it's a process we're going through. Um, we we have deficits in various funds. For instance, our water fund. Uh, we had a, a, a you know our, we have a deficit. That part of that money will be used to restore the deficit in the water fund to bring it you know to, to bring it up to where it should be. Same thing with the sewer fund. It's a deficit there. So we we will repay our own funds, and then th- those funds will will use that money to pay off bonds and debts that they have. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's a process that the first time we're ever going through it, we're doing it with the help of the FPR group, our financial advisor, the state controller to make sure that when everything has uh, been completed, uh, we are exactly where every account should be.
0: Now the uh, common council meeting this week, was that done on zoom or you know virtually?
1: It was, it was done virtually. Um, we still have not, officially received word that we can do an open meeting i think it's going to come soon i hope it comes soon i i've enjoyed using zoom but i really feel as if public meetings are an essential uh you know essential part of the uh, governing process especially in a city we need that input we need people need to be able to um more easily uh you know take part then if they don't have a computer or or something that they can't take part that bothers me you know yes
0: Can they take part with Zoom? I mean, do they speak? I mean, uh, I don't know if I – well, let me say it anyway. Uh, Over the years, the the Amsterdam Common Council meetings were great viewing on cable TV because uh, people would get up and say all kinds of things. I mean, can people (laughs) respond during the Zoom meeting in some way? They can. We actually
1: actually stop – and have a, a, an opportunity for people to actually enter messages to us, uh, which are read by our clerk as they come in. Um, but again, the hard part is, when they were on TV, it was different, Bobby, just go sit down. Everybody has a TV. You flip it on, and um, you can watch the meeting. With this, you need a computer. You need to be semi-computer literate. And, and speaking, you know, for a guy who has a real tough time sometimes with computers, that's not always easy. So, but they are able to participate in our zoom meetings if they have those tools. And, um, so, but it's not the same.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of the budget that you've proposed, which does mm-hmm. have a four or an over 4% tax increase, what's its status? Has it been approved? It has been approved. Uh, the common council approved it unanimously. It has
1: been put into effect. Uh, tax bills have been printed and, and mailed out. Um, it, it it again it wasn't the budget i wanted uh, it was a budget that sort of was forced upon us by covid and the uh, impact it's having on our revenues um, but it's it's a solid budget it gives us some flexibility in the event that the situation becomes worse instead of better um, and and it, it permits us to react in ways that that will you know keep the city whole keep us functioning Uh, if disaster strikes, but at the same time, I don't expect disaster to strike, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to a a continued recovery, and um, I'm looking forward to revenues coming back instead of going worse, so, so but we've got a good budget, a solid budget that gives us the flexibility we're going to need to face these times.
0: Other area mayors are saying they'll have to cut staff unless they get financial aid from the federal government. Is that Amsterdam's situation as well?
1: Um, the way that we've developed this budget is that um, we, are in, we, are, we are in great shape until uh, – when I say great shape, we can get by until uh, we find out for sure if the federal government is going to help local governments with aid. That means it could be in July 20th is what I'm reading is that the U.S. Senate is going to make a determination on this next stimulus package – uh, I know that our representatives are fighting hard to get us money in that stimulus package, meaning the city of Amsterdam. Um, so that's that's the first step. The second step will be, if that doesn't happen, in November there's an election. And if that election um, changes parties in the White House or the Senate or, or the House, for whatever matter, it's going to change the policy making of the government. And so therefore, that government will take office in January. Our fiscal year doesn't end until July. So in January, it would if we're hoping that if there is a change, um, that that new government will look more kindly on providing aid to cities like Amsterdam. But but if they don't, you know, we are in a situation where our cash flow is not going to sustain the services we have, and we're going to have to make some hard choices. And so, um, you know, every city is going to be in that, every city and municipality is going to be in that situation at some point if things do not get better, and there is no direct aid to municipalities. Uh, it's going to be a very tough time.
0: Mm. Uh, and another um, you know, specific issue in a neighborhood, uh, CBS 6 did a story about Church Street, which has been in the mm-hmm. news over the years because of the street. And, and uh, right. they quoted some residents up there who were frustrated the road has not been repaved. We've been having these big rainstorms. And apparently, uh, from what I gathered that, from the news story, is that there's money available for this project. And why isn't something being done on it?
1: Well, um, it is going to be done. Uh, First of all, the money that was available could not be accessed previous to this because Amsterdam had no money to start those projects. The money that's available is only available after our city spent a significant sum of money, approximately a million dollars, that we could get back the million we spent. We didn't have the million to spend. That's the reason it hasn't gone until now. Now that we've bonded and we've been able to um, replenish our financial uh, situation, uh, we can move forward. Then we've got COVID. Now, COVID, we're trying to confirm with the DOT and the dormitory authority that the money that they said is there is actually there because we've been getting notices for the last several weeks that say from state sources of funding, like our state aid, that, um, you know, we're holding this up, we're holding this up, we're holding this up. What we can't do, especially in the coming year, is go forward with a project, a reimbursable project, and not get reimbursed as the size of Church Street. But we are ready to go. Um, we are trying to get confirmation this week for sure if the monies are available. And if they are available, we want to move forward as quickly as we possibly can. DOT is already doing work in the city. Uh, this would be the year to do it. Um, I, you know, the, the, the problem is just the, getting those kinds of answers. Um, and, and, you know, no one wants to do that street more than I do. And, and I want to, I, you know, this project is a major project and I want to make sure that as we do this street, we do, we are clearing up as many of the problems that plague the street as possible. Uh, but, but it's been, a, it, COVID has really been COVID and our deficit back to back has been a real damper, mm-hmm. but the money, uh, you know, we're, we'll find out this week if the money is still there and if we can access it.
0: Because it is a state highway, it's State Highway sixty seven. It right?
1: is, it is, it is a state highway. Unfortunately, it's a very narrow highway, which is the only uh, uh, way for uh, very large tractor trailers to get to uh, Thirty South in the throughway. Uh, and the tra- those tractor trailers have been getting bigger and faster and stronger, and uh, doing more, paying more havoc uh, on the roads and and with the sounds to the residents and the speeding and. I mean we literally um it, it's it shouldn't be a, a state highway because of its physical characteristics, but because of the way it's it's been there forever. we got houses on both sides of it it's very narrow and it's a it's a real it's a real it's a challenge it's a real
0: challenge mm-hmm. another perennial Amsterdam issue the golf course, an insurance mm-hmm. firm I, I gather I think from a recorder story has settled a claim from the city for damage to the golf course. Clubhouse from a storm in 2019. What happened there?
1: Um, as you said, um, damage from a it was a damage from a flood. Uh, where the pipes froze, and when the pipes froze, the water destroyed the clubhouse.
0: Oh, um, oh so it wasn't a storm; it was an internal. No, thing. it was
1: right. It was an internal thing. Um, and when the claim, when the insurance, uh, the first settlement was for less than it was going to cost us to fix the clubhouse and um, the golf commission, the the golf commission brought in an adjudicator who has been battling with the insurance company to, to increase that claim. Um, And after over a year of this adjudication process, there has been an agreement reached and we are moving forward. The bids are out. We're getting bids back uh, to rebuild the clubhouse. Uh, We don't see that, you know, project, uh, w- we know it won't be completed this year, but we are, our goal now is to open the season next year with a fully restored, uh, rejuvenated clubhouse, which will be, uh, you know, up to the, up to state of the state facility with all of the amenities that, uh, you know, we didn't have in the mm-hmm. old one, uh, be up to code and things like that. So we're excited about that.
0: Mm. And there's a new food and drink concessionaire at the golf course, yes. right?
1: Yes. Uh, Settle Hills, a gentleman by the name of Salvatore Di Pasqual who's been in the food service business for years in the Capital District, um, who bid on the concession. Uh, the concession this year will con- is consisting of. Right now, uh, he's set up on the the, old, the patio of the clubhouse with the awning. It's a, it's a beautiful spot, and he's serving a, a limited menu of for lunch and dinner and breakfast. He has breakfast sandwiches. Uh, he's doing a great. Uh, I mean, I've been there twice already, Bob. I'm already gaining weight. Uh, it's a it's from him because his food is great, um, and uh, with, he'll soon have a liquor license. And so, uh, people. Uh, one of the nice things you do in Amsterdam on a weekend is to go up to that Munich clubhouse and sit because of social distancing. It's the nicest patio you're going to find available. The nicest outdoor really? dining you're going to find available. But yeah, so the and,
0: clubhouse building itself isn't open for like restaurant use or any
1: yet. Right. That's not open. He's set up right outside with a grill, outdoor grill. He's got a tent set up to uh, protect his staff from the elements. The, the awning, the beautiful awning over the beautiful patio is set up so people can go up there even in the rain, sit out there and stare out over the nicest, most beautiful golf course in the area, the nicest scenery, and enjoy a socially distant outdoor meal uh, that, uh, you know, a light meal, but, but a great bar menu, let me put it that way. And uh, we're thrilled. We're thrilled with Sal so far and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, a long relationship because he was the only bidder. Uh, we're going to give him the right. Uh, he has the right of renewing his lease. And that means he'll be able to talk to us about taking over, not just uh, the pavilion, but also the clubhouse when that opens full as well.
0: Mm. Anything you wanted to bring up today, Mayor? Uh,
1: no, you know, I was going to talk about Amsterdam salutes and you did that for me and I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, we are, you know, it's, we're, we're working very hard now uh, to, to, uh, get our roads program, our chips program going. Um, so, uh, you
0: know, it's, 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 it's been busy. Mm. Uh, and well, since you don't, I still have a couple of minutes. There was, uh, you post about your life on Facebook. It seems there was this real funny Facebook post. So I presume you don't mind talking about it, about a family <laughs> gathering for the Cinquanties yes. out in Casanova. <laughs> what the heck happened yes. there? oh my gosh uh
1: we uh my my daughter has a a lake house on the Casanova lake and um they don't they don't cook in it often and when they do they usually use the outdoor grill well we had uh, lobster rolls and pulled pork and so we had the oven going full steam and um, all of a sudden we shut the oven off and the thing was still smoking and uh you know it, it we took the we it's an electric we pulled out the plug, it's still smoking. I mean it's propane, we shut that off, it still was smoking. And it just got worse instead of better. I and mean, when everything is off and you're saying, Oh my goodness, what do we do? Well you call the fire department and say, Look, we got a stove here. We're not sure what's going on, but it just keeps getting hotter and hotter and we've taken everything apart. And uh they said, Don't you know, we'll be right there and the Casanova Fire Department came and uh Took a look at the situation and immediately carried the stove outside and uh, did a great job for us and uh, saved the day.
0: Uh. Well, that's, well, that's good.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for jo-
0: thank you for joining us, uh, Mayor Sinquanti.
1: Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it.
0: You've been Have listening to the Historians Podcast Extra Edition Number Fifteen, an update from Amsterdam Mayor Mike Sinquanti. I'm Bob Cudmore.